Hey, podcast listener. Do you love talking about movies, music, TV, comics, and games? Then you should be listening to The Great Pop Culture Debate, back in bigger than ever for Season 9. This season, the panelists discuss the best James Bond film, the best Elton John single, the best Nickelodeon original series, the best Batman villain, and so much more. Find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com. More than 100 topics are already available. Subscribe today. Hello, and welcome to It's a Fandom Thing. I'm your host, Erin Marlowe, and each week I'm joined by a panel of guests to discuss all things fandom and pop culture, primarily from a female perspective. You'll find everything from fanfic, to cosplay, to Schitt's Creek, to Supernatural, and everything in between. So put on your favorite piece of fandom merch, set aside that fanfic that you're writing about your OTP, and sit back and enjoy this week's episode. Hello and welcome to our live stream discussing Christmas movies. Before we get to our Christmas movies, if you are feeling charitable for Christmas, this is a new thing I'm going to do here. If you'd like to do something for the podcast, you can become a Patreon supporter for as little as $3 a month. You can get bonus content, help us do these live streams. We are going to bring you decidedly not Christmas content, although there are Christmas episodes of American Horror Story all seasons next year, except for we're only covering the first half of season 10 (laughs) for reasons. And then also we're going to be covering Rent. And then we are also going to be doing a fanfic. I don't know what fanfic, haven't decided. It'll probably be Destiel. (laughs) I roll my eyes. Sorry, my Destiel you're rolling your eyes just because you're so excited that that's all that you can do. You're just like, oh, yeah, look at that. They're ready. Ooh. They're waiting. But we're going to go around and have everybody say what they're into right now in pop culture. And it'll probably just Carla and Meg today because, you know, once again, I screwed up. But that means it'll, once again, only be like an hour-long episode. So, Carla, <laughs> what are you into right now? Okay, so right now I'm into hunting for a really good holiday fair, just light and fluffy things because that's that's what I might what I need right now. I'll tell you some of them later though, but just rest assured that it's all about finding quality entertainment. That's your that's <laughs> your big quest. Yes, that is all I care about. How's right that different than any other time? Well, this is holiday themed. I'm looking specifically for oh. holiday themed light and fluffy entertainment. Well, I mean, you have a Eurovision holiday edition. <laughs> that would be fantastic, but that's not where we Eurovision are right now. So Too bad I took Eurovision off the bingo card, but there are, what are you gonna do? <laughs> there are eight million holiday movies where someone is like a big city hotshot and goes to their small yes. town and then falls in love with the guy selling maple syrup <laughs> that they knew in kindergarten. Yep, and then dumps their their significant other in the big city. I've actually there's a TikTok guy right now who that's what he's doing. He's like, what if holiday movies were real life and it's like screen or FaceTiming between friends, and it's hilarious because all of them like, I'm getting married. I met him three days ago. He harvests holly. He harvests (laughs) holly. (laughs) So he's pretty wealthy for one month. 
So, so Meg, what are you into? So I have watched the same movie about four times because I haven't decided how I feel about it yet. So, I mean, I guess it's a book I really like that came out like five years ago. It's called The Hating Game. And it's a romance and it's an enemies to lover trope thing. And it's pretty sex and everything. So uh, about a m- probably three weeks ago, I found out they were making a movie of it. And it came out on the 10th. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm really excited because, you know, I'm I weirdly get excited about adaptations, even though they very rarely live up to the hype. So I, I bought it. I didn't even rent it, you guys. I bought it. It cost two dollars more to buy it than to rent it. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to want to watch this again. And the first time I watched it, I was very, very drunk. So nothing made sense. Because <laughs> I'd be like, why do they keep moving from place to place? And then I realized I'd fallen asleep intermittently because it. <laughs> it was like two in the morning and i was at a sleepover at my cousin's house so i watched it four times i have not quite decided yet if i like it but i've watched it four times and we'll probably watch it again so i guess i'm into the hating game <laughs> you're into not deciding just deciding whether or not you hate the hating game or love oh, the love hating it. game you're like, you're into being ambivalent about the hating game something yeah, like yeah, love hate yeah. i don't know i don't so and i even Get technical I, carla I don't, just, just, <laughs> i'm just, trying to make i'm trying to make things brief for you aaron you're welcome this movie came out nine days ago and i've watched it four times <laughs> and i've reread the book to try and see if like maybe i don't know but i mean it's got some some sexiness to it i guess that makes it all worthwhile it's got the book is better the book is almost is always better, but <laughs> I haven't made a decision. That's it. That's all I'm into. <laughs> that that and reading Outlander and yes. and wrapping gifts. That's my life these days, guys. I'm sorry. You should apologize. I am not trying. <laughs> this has liquor in it. So this is okay. gonna be a super brief episode. So Drink mentioned. Lots of whiskey. I'm just I'm drinking tea. I'm I'm boring. Out of my Rose Apothecary mug that Susie, frequent panelist, bought me for my birthday. I'm drinking a Tom and Jerry. What is in a Tom and Jerry? What the hell is a Tom and Jerry? Hmm. Yes, this was not planned. What was Hmm. in a Tom and Jerry? (laughs) I was definitely not about to explain it. Aaron's like, just wait. (laughs) (laughs) Just one of the broadcast, man. (laughs) Save it it for the pod. I don't want to have to hear about it more than once. Just (laughs) so. So normally Tom and Jerry has its own cartoon. It's, it's its own butter, batter, not butter, <laughs> batter. But I don't have the batter because I forgot to buy it. But it's uh, whiskey, not whiskey, brandy, eggnog, and rum, and hot water, and cinnamon. And it's... Sorry. <laughs> I'm making the worst. It's a lot like the hating game. I keep drinking it, not sure how I feel about it. But the more I drink it, the more I like it. The more you like it. Yeah. Well, what I'm into is decidedly not Christmas themed. <laughs> oh, is it murder themed? There is some sort of violence in it, but no, it's not murder themed either. So is it, um, flap, is it flapjack themed? What? Flapjack themed? I know what you mean. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Carla along slow. I, <laughs> I'm so sorry. 
guess. But no, it actually, surprisingly enough, does not have to do with that person. Like you'll hear on the Hallmark thing, there's kind of a theme with what I'm into this week and it was not on purpose, but I watched the movie Zola, which is based on that infamous tweet thread. And, you know, if you don't know that thing, just go look up Zola and read the thread and then you will kind of know the outline of the movie. And it is a wild ride, a really wild ride. Um, I think all the performances are amazing. I love that it's directed by a woman. I want to say that and co-written by a woman and a black woman <laughs> as well. I want to say that. So that's amazing. And Coleman Domingo, he is just that man. There's nothing that man can't do. Okay. He is an incredible actor and he is so good in this. It would be cool if it gets an Oscar nomination too. Um, I don't know. I mean, this is really a risky one for the Academy to nominate. But we'll see. Maybe he will. But it's it's an interesting, it's just a wild, crazy ride. I know, and um, the director, writer, so I wanted to look her up, is, I'm probably mispronouncing this because I mispronounce everything, is Janixa Bravo. So I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. But uh, a lot of people have complained about the ending of this movie because it just kind of ends. It seriously, it's just like, boom, it's done. I kind of liked that because it kind of felt like it went along with the tweet thread but it's so much about social media too and how <laughs> obsessed we are with that and uh yeah it's, it's it's an interesting interesting wild ride that i'm like i wonder how much of this is real and how much of it is a little blown up but i but i just kind of went along with it thinking this was all real so i don't know it's fun and that's on um showtime i believe that's what it was on yeah i watched it on hulu but i think it was through showtime so anyway so go check that one out Okay, so now we're going to get into Christmas movies. Anyway, so we're going to start talking about classics and children's ones. If you have any viewers, please feel free to type them in there and we'll give them a shout out if they're not ones that we've mentioned already. So Carla, what are some of your favorites? First, I want to establish what exactly do we mean by classic? Just because I want to make sure that I'm not mixing up with just like old by like, you know, um, a Gen Zer standards. We are not Gen Z. We are not. Yeah, I know. Gen, we are Gen X. Gen Gen Gen. What is it called? Gen millennial. millennial. <laughs> I, I'm a geriatric millennial, to be specific. And Aaron and I are baby X's. Okay, so like whatever, Meg. We're X babies we're babies to me it's anything before the 80s so i know that okay. probably takes some things out but to me it's like stuff like 50s 60s although i might consider i might be leaning on some things in the 80s but i would consider anything otherwise she's gonna come and general. she's gonna come and cut us <laughs> <laughs> i'll be well, lenient gonna... <laughs> in that case i'm just gonna lean into the, the kids holiday movies Instead. Okay. Okay. All right. So for me, a Mickey Christmas Carol. And the reason why a Mickey Christmas Carol, as opposed to all of the other 5,000 Christmas Carol interpretations, is because my dad recorded, recorded it for us on a VHS and he brought a VCR to us in 1984 to Mexico. And it was in English. I had no idea what was going on, but I had a damn good time. 
I was like, hey, they're making funny voices and they're all cartoons. So look, there's Mickey, there's Donald. This works for me. So yes, a Mickey Christmas Carol has this, as my, I didn't know what they were saying until like the late 80s when I finally learned English. And then I was like, oh, I like it so much more now. So much of this makes so much more sense. Oh, okay. And then um, Home Alone, because it's like a classic kids um, kind of uh, David and Goliath tale, but with Christmas also strewn in there. And, you know, who as a kid hasn't dreamt of being by themselves in their house, having full run of everything, being able to just eat whatever you want, being in charge of the entire, the entire shebang. Um, and uh, then A Nightmare Before Christmas, because I like the animation. And that's pretty much all I liked about it. Like, I, I just, I, I really like, I could watch it muted because I just enjoy the animation. I don't really care about the story. It's just like a very lovely to look at movie. Awesome. And we got Panda also said Home Alone. Beck said Scrooge, the 1970 one with Albert Finney. That's a good one. That, that is a good one. I have a feeling we'll have a lot of ones along there. Oh, Uncle Buck. I love Uncle Buck. Didn't you so mention much. that on the RR 80s? Yeah, I did. That's, That's a solid movie. And it's a John Candy classic. I love that movie so much. Yeah. So good, good shout outs there. Okay. So, Meg, do you have any that are actually classics? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I do. Um, it's gonna, there we go. It's gonna be such a it's gonna be such a cliche, of course, but I I don't care. All right. It's a wonderful life is one of my favorite Christmas movies. And my husband, I think, has watched it once and will not watch it with me. So I I I don't get to watch it very often anymore. He is definitely not a fan. Um, but it just beyond just being just a a, a good story, honestly, I I think um Jimmy Stewart or James Stewart did a phenomenal job. And when you think about kind of what was going on and the fact that this movie wasn't even released during Christmas, it was released mm -hmm. in July and everyone thought it was going to flop. I just thought that was really, and it did flop. It did flop. It flopped hard <laughs> yeah. until later. And, but I just, it has a lot of ties to me in my personal life and, and my, my family, my, my uncle and my God, who's also my godfather would always joke that he was George Bailey because he's a banker and, and George playing with the, with the personal loans and stuff like that. But so that's one that I feel like it has to be said. And it, like I said, cliche, maybe I don't care. I love it. Um, another one, of course, a Christmas story. That's just the red rider, rider BB gun. You'll shoot your eye out. Is it a classic? It is a kid's movie. Why not be both? <laughs> For Chile, it must be Italian. It's a major award, okay? <laughs> <laughs> like this all just all of it is is just and I feel like it's something that's not really appreciated by like kids my kids age. Like my my daughter is 13 around there because it feels at this point I think it feels just so far removed. But yeah, Christmas story is just I don't think I don't think it's something that kids kids these days really appreciate it. Cause I just, I feel like so much of it is so far removed from life today that I think a lot of the, the comedy 
is it doesn't hold up for younger generations. Like the idea of getting a BB gun for Christmas as being like the most important thing mm-hmm. is not something that I think a lot of kids really can relate to <laughs> as much. Yeah, I know my son would say, well, why didn't they pre-order it? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> if you want it that bad. Exactly. <laughs> and the damn kids would be like, you know, I really love that bunny onesie. I can't believe <laughs> I can't believe he's being such a dick about it. <laughs> But just like there's, I just it has so many great memories, like watching it and when he yells "fudge" and like the whole, I I love it so much. Um, and the trouble, so I wrote down a whole bunch of movies because I knew Carlo was going to take some, and the trouble is, is they fit into so many different categories, so I have to try and like piecemeal. But for a kids one, uh, Muppet Christmas Carol, I feel like you can't. Sorry, I'll, I'll, I won't talk about it anymore. I have more. It's I'm cool. just kidding. <laughs> okay, go oh, look. Somebody else is stealing somebody else's stuff. Oh, and it wasn't Carla this time. The Santa Claus. <laughs> there. How about that? The and that, that was Claus. mentioned That was mentioned in our in our comments yeah. by I I love that movie so much. It came out, I think I was like 10 or 11 when it came out or something like that. And it was just, it was before Tim Allen went all a little oh. off the rails. Yeah. Um, and it was just, it was an interesting take and it was a less kind of corny idea of a Christmas movie. It had a lot, it was edgier for a kid's movie or, or something like the idea of Santa dying, <laughs> yeah. like the beginning of the movie. But yeah, so that's what I'm going to say for now, but don't worry if I missed it, you guys, I have so many <laughs> don't more, worry. so many. Well, Lauren is going to try and hop on here when she can, so we will be done Yay! in about 20 hours with this. So that's not. I told her. I, I did tell her we'll still be going. <laughs> I know. I did see that you said that. Meg's like, I'm just taking control. So I've never seen the Santa Claus and I've never seen Home Alone. <gasps> You've never seen Home Alone? <laughs> like, I can forgive the Santa Claus, but Home Alone, which was I know. played I on know. like every station <laughs> back when all we had was regular How is TV. That possible? Four weeks on end from totally Thanksgiving not- to like New Year's. Because when it came out, I was like, I don't watch, I'm not going to watch something like this. <laughs> Seriously, that's why. My snobbiness. So I this was your Harry, po- this was your Harry Potter. Yeah, and I don't me. watch Harry Potter either. So it's like, yeah, it's, it's the same kind of thing. It's like, I'm not going to watch that. Fake Gen X. <laughs> Gen X card has been revoked. You're officially Gen Z. You're officially a boomer. Hey, I'm sorry. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. whoa no, 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 no. I don't want either one of those. No. So. Hey, You're hey. one or the other. Uh-uh. You're no. one or the other. No, I'm Gen X. No. Uh-uh. You uh-uh. haven't seen Home Alone. That's like I know. the most bad goal to watch it this time, and I didn't, but. The most, ba- I think it's, I think it's so funny. You see these memes going around about how the most baffling thing is how, what job did Kevin's dad have that he could afford this beautiful house in Chicago and take nine people to France, to Paris yes. over Christmas for vacation. <laughs> okay, Clearly boomer. he was in the mob. How, how did nobody make that connection? Right? I made a connection. Kevin's well, last name is actually Capone. <laughs> Well, because I know, I know how the story goes. I've seen clips, a ton of it. I know Miracle on 34th Street is one of my favorites. So I want to shout that one out. And I like the remake too. I liked the remake a lot as well with um, Dylan McDermott in it. Uh, I 
really, really like that one a lot. White Christmas, I think White Christmas. I'm not a cartoon person, as I've said before, but I do love the story of Rudolph because I just really, I don't know, I just, that story just kind of melts my heart. And I was, little story here, I was in a play called Eight Reindeer Monologues. I don't know if anyone's ever heard of this play. It's a very dark Christmas play. I played Dancer. I played that one. And Santa Claus is on trial for doing something really bad to Rudolph. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> it's a very dark and twisted play. It's really did you funny. say you were a kid when you did this? No, 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 no. No. Oh, I thought you were saying I was that you were adult. a kid. I was like... in my 20s. I was in my 20s. Fuck. No, no, no. <laughs> this is not a kid's kid's play at all. Because she was busy making horrifying plays. I was about to be absolutely like, just heartbroken for, for baby Aaron. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. But I'm just putting that out there because it was a very dark and twisted and kind of funny in some ways tale, but that, that was a lot of fun. So sometimes I always think of that when I think of Rudolph and then Muppet Christmas Carol, that was already mentioned, but I do love that one because the Muppets were, I wasn't into cartoons, but I loved the Muppets as a kid. The Muppets were everything. I loved watching their show when I was really young. I had um, Muppets in space. I had that lunch, lunch box. I just, everything about them was just everything for me. And I like Muppets Take Manhattan and all that stuff. Those were, that was like my jam. So that was like way up there for me. Um, And so I I still love the Muppets. Although I haven't watched that Haunted Mansion thing, which was the reason I got Disney Plus. (laughs) I still haven't watched that. (laughs) But I I love them. I love, love, love the Muppets. So you got to watch Home Alone. I know. Haunted Muppets. Haunted Mansion. The Muppets Haunted. No, just Haunted Muppets. (laughs) Haunted Muppets. (laughs) And shit, what was the other one? Oh my god, I'm so, I'm so. Uh, The Santa Claus? The Santa Claus. I mean, eh. Like, I love it, but Tim Allen has just ruined Tim Allen for me. Just a bummer. Oh, I used to love (laughs) Galaxy Quest, for example. Yes. Or I, I, oh, mm. Damn it. Oh, and Mal says you gotta watch Halloween Town High. I know, I know. It's on it's on my list of Finn Whitrock watching. I'm I'm determined I'm gonna watch everything he has done. That's what I do <laughs> when I get into somebody. But there's a lot, and there's some things I'm kind of like, I don't know if I want to watch this, but um, yeah. <laughs> that, that's that's on the list. I added it to my viewing thing for uh Disney Plus, and I'm like. I'll get to it eventually. In 2024, Aaron will finally watch it. <laughs> it and the sequel and the third one that'll surely come out again. <laughs> yes, quite naturally. And I just want to high five Bex for all of her Rudolph points and also Mal for the, the special colored piece of paper to cover up their answers during every test because, yes. See, just don't be such smarty pants. Like, no one tried to copy <laughs> off of me. <laughs> I did fine in school, but no one tried to copy <laughs> off of me. <laughs> Mal, you know what we're going to do sometime, Mal? You and I will do a live tweet of Halloween Town High, okay? Ooh, that's the thing that. all the time. So we will do that together. Love if that journey. To. We will do that together, okay? It'll be fun. Okay, so now we're going to go to Christmas Romance. 
And this is when everything on my list will probably get taken. So yeah, Carla is all excited, except for one, I think. But so Carla, <laughs> go ahead, take them all. <laughs> all right. I'm so glad that you're ready for this to happen. Okay. So I'm going to start with something that I, that a movie that I just really got into that I think will be part of my life forever now, which is single all the way, which I is, is something that I um, recommended. I think last week. Mm-hmm. At some yeah, point. And I did too. It, it's such a sweet movie. It is just, it, it's, it's lovely. It doesn't have like a lot of tension in it. You know exactly what's going to happen. You know exactly where this is going, but the journey there is just so bright and brilliant. It's just so enjoyable. Um, and I like it. It's, it's a very simple movie, but I, I really enjoy that for one thing that it's, it's really nice representation of just queer love. Mm-hmm. And nobody mm-hmm. makes any bones about them being gay and about um, anything to do with their sexuality. It's just like, this is who they are. So, you know, we want them to date, not because they're the only two gay people we know, but because they're clearly right for each other. Mm-hmm. Um, then the movie that is going to cause a lot mm-hmm. of eye rolling because I probably we both have it on your list. And you were talking about it before I came on. So... <laughs> Get it out of the way while you were sleeping. Okay, while you were sleeping is one of my favorite movies. Just in general, he was leaning. <laughs> yes, <laughs> leaning. Oh my gosh! I you know, and, and yes, I absolutely love Lucy, and I love Jack, and I love Peter, and the whole family. But I love Joe Fusco Jr. <laughs> he has some of the best lines in the entire film. Oh, Lucy. You're the most beautiful chick in this building, and his, and his brother's like, "Hey, but you are the most beautiful chick on the third floor." This was I'm really peak Bill Pullman. Like this yes. is when yeah. Bill, like, mwah, just yes, yes, yes. Oh, just he, he just had it all, and even now he like in, in the Cinerite, which I only want to watch because he's in it, um, <laughs> and also Raul Coley is in it, and I love him too. But the Sinners, that what you said. Not- yeah. Watch yeah. it because we're covering it next year. And it's so Ooh, good. It's so okay, good, cool. except for the last. Season. You're pretty light on the episodes you're going to be on next year, Carla. Yeah, it's so true. You better you're not going to have to pay. <laughs> we only have like two <laughs> numbers. <laughs> but yes, I, I love them. It has like all these ro- wonderful um, romantic movie tropes that I love, you know, like enemies to lovers and. Um, just a pratfall like when there's on the ice and then they they slip and they fall. It's just so cute. The it's ultimate so fake cute. relationship. <laughs> yes. The ultimate one-sided fake relationship. Yes. <laughs> I have amnesia. Oh God. You I remember the squirrels? First day come <laughs> out of a tree with a rock. <laughs> yeah, my friend and I when we were because this was out like came out like right near the end of high school for me and so my first roommate and I because I moved out pretty much right after high school was done and we used to quote this movie constantly to each other all of the quotes constantly especially Joe Jr. was just like we would constantly be quoting him so yeah it's such a great movie it's just so like even the like I I know it's not one of the first scenes, but the kid is throwing papers. Yes, and and he falls. Every time. I still laugh every Every time. time. I laugh so hard. Yep, I do too. 
scene. It's yeah. like, how many times do I have to watch this? But it, I love it. And oh God, what was I thinking just now? That was just, oh, it's not, there's not a Christmas that goes by that we're looking for a Christmas tree that I don't say, we should look for blue spruce. Blue spruce, <laughs> they're lighter. And the, like, way lighter. the way she says that line is yes. so good too. It's just, it's the way she, she delivers it. And we're going to be talking about yes. that movie, by the way, next year. So, so look for that in both, March. I think we're both signed up for I, I, it. I look all yeah, shocked totally. as if I didn't already sign up for it. I know. <laughs> I put it down. I, you didn't even have to sign up. I was <laughs> well, and Carla and I did an episode of our podcast yeah. talking about yeah, why you were about... sleeping. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we'll come up with a lot of new thoughts yes. on this 1995 <laughs> class. Yes. It's and a classic. Now, Mal says they don't even consider it a Christmas movie, though. Well, though while you're sleeping is amazing, so there needs to be a list of films that are holiday movies but don't seem like it or could be enjoyed year round. Yeah, and we'll we'll get to a list like that definitely here mm-hmm. soon. I actually think we'll end with that, not end, but we'll end with that after the comedies. We'll do that one last just to kind of throw out some weird. And I do ones, enjoy yeah. that movie year round. I do too. Yes, but, but I it's just usually a good film. Okay, so my my last one, and I'm kind of like torn here, but I'm gonna go with okay, laugh at me if you will, but Princess Switch. Okay, yes, I know Vanessa Vanessa Hudgens is in it. Okay, I know that, I know that, and I know this because I've seen this movie thirty thousand times. <laughs> Why? Because okay, my son doesn't like watching movies. Movies scare him. Like he's he's very sensitive about about stuff and anything that that has like conflict and tension or you know um what is it called second hand the thing with embarrassment yes thank you all of that freaks him out but the princess witch was one of those movies that that he was willing to watch that he watched over and over and over again um listen mal we only acknowledge one in my house because no. next witch year two? next year it's gonna be oh okay next <laughs> Next year, it's gonna be like Eddie. What's the Eddie Murphy movie when he plays all of the characters? The, the clumps, <laughs> yes. or clumps. Yeah. And yes. it'll be the and Princess the Switch clumps, and Vanessa Hudgens will just play every, <laughs> She'll play every Megan, single. Oh my god! Megan will defend Prince, Princess Switch with you. Yes, I'm not because Princess Switch is a solid Princess movie. Switch. I've never no, seen no, no, it. No. Honestly, I've never okay, seen it. Honestly, it's really cute. It is so cute, and the premise is that. Um, Vanessa Hudgens one is a a a um a pastry chef in Chicago and she wins this uh, um an entry into a uh, baking contest in a foreign country which I, for, I forget what it's called but it's a fake foreign country and then the princess of that country is also Vanessa Hudgens <gasps> and what happens is that the they're princess, not even related like, oh, they they're cousins very long oh, far back right. hello. <laughs> Clearly, they only watch this once, Meg. <laughs> so, um, the princess is like, Oh, I'm gonna be like a royal and stuff, and like, I don't know that I want to just give them a commoner ability or whatever. So, they switch places, and the prince that the princess is supposed to marry, like, they fall for each other. And the prince is like, Wow, you've never seen this cool. And she's like, Yes, because I'm from Chicago. I mean, because I'm a princess. And then the princess, like, falls in love with the baker's best friend and business partner and he's like oh you're suddenly like really easy going and the other one's like oh yes it's because i'm totally not royal or anything i'm just a down-to-earth girl and there's lots of falling in love that happens and lots of baking and it's it's really sweet it's really cute awesome. i think you should watch it because you'll enjoy it 
Maybe I will. And then right up Aaron's alley. Yeah. And then and then right right before before you name your third one, Lauren is here. So I'm gonna bring Lauren on. Lauren has told you anything, honestly, even though we're 45 minutes in. I told her she wanted. I'm gonna bring Lauren in from sort of brilliant podcast. So hello, Lauren. Hey, so we haven't talked about just friends yet? No, not yet. No. Okay, good. No. All right, good. So, so Carla has one other one. We're on the romantic no, one. No, that was so my third one. In, that was your third one? Yeah, because I, I had Single All the Way While You oh, Were yeah, Sleeping single all the way, duh. and Princess Switch. Okay, so that was your third one. So, Meg, you're going to have even more stolen from you now. <laughs> well, I, I was like, is Lauren going to talk about her classics or children's? We, you can, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, Meg, thank you for, for taking over there for... So Lauren, you can give us your three classics or children's and then three romantic ones. Okay. Um, <laughs> she seemed a little bit confused by that. But <laughs> no, no, no. I got it. What I, I'm I'm thinking of what constitutes a classic. Are you, you like the claymation or like, yeah. A classic to me is something before the 80s, but I am being okay. lenient if it is in the 80s. I know you're a youngin'. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Um, yeah. So, or so I'm being a little bit lenient there because like certain things were mentioned that, you know, might not be considered in the classic realm, but yeah. Okay. And then children's is anything that you would consider a children's one. Right. So it's children's slash classics. Yes. Okay. Rudolph, huge fan of Rudolph. Rudolph gives me a present every year. Um, he likes me best. So <laughs> I show loyalty to his movie. That's an actual thing. Um, I, you know, my parents did, um, we got one big present from Santa and Santa would like leave it out. So when you first came running downstairs, that's the present that was out and that was Santa's present. And then the parents got to take uh, credit for everything else. My mom was like, I'm not giving that to Santa. Like I bought all these gifts. <laughs> like, um, but, but, um, but I do uh, get a present under the tree that is wrapped and it's from Rudolph. And I can't even remember how that started. I think I, as a child was like, shouldn't Rudolph get a carrot? Cause he's bullied a lot. And so, so like with cookies, um, he got a carrot and now Rudolph gives me a present Aww. and that did not stop when I turned 21 as many other childhood traditions did. So, ha. Um, and then, uh, I'm a pretty big fan of, um, the year without a Santa Claus. It's actually like really depressing. Kind of. <laughs> it's like very sad for a children's movie, <laughs> uh, but it's like a good, you know, I it's a good lesson, I feel, for kids and like a good way to look at it. Like Santa does all this stuff. It's like um, I was just listening to actually my coworker the other day. He has like a two year old child talking about how um, his daughter's getting too into Santa already. Like, is it, like, are we going to see Santa at the house? And he's not like super into it because he doesn't want. First of all, I think he doesn't want to lie to her. And also he doesn't want to be like, yeah, there's a man coming into the house. But um, which I think is something that's evolving <laughs> as as, uh, as the times change. Um, but he was describing how he was like, so she comes home and goes, is there a Santa? I'm going to be like, no, but it's the embodiment of like the spirit of the season. And I think that movie does that fairly well. And then I'm going to say White Christmas, which I haven't watched in a really long time, but um, my mom loves it. And I remember as a child, it just being on constantly. So 
It's a pretty good yeah, memory. You, you named two of two of mine that out in there. So what are some of your favorite Christmas romances? This is a hard one because I just watch Hallmark Channel nonstop. So we've <laughs> <laughs> all bled together. So it, I'm like, I'm like that one where they're doing this. I don't know the name of it, but it's yeah. pretty great. There is one that there is one that I do know the name of that I because I watch it every year and I have and I always am like, I haven't seen it this year because it's so old. It's from like 2008. So Hallmark puts it on at 3 a.m. on like December 27th <laughs> or whatever. Um, but it's called um, it's called uh, it's the most wonderful time of the year. And it has Harry Winkler in it. And it's about this dude that like sleeps on, he's like, he's like a wanderer and he's heading to Denver and he meets um, Winkler on the plane and like helps him get through the plane. And Winkler's like, I'm going to visit my, uh, my niece, I think it is, and her son. And this guy like somehow gets invited into their house because his, his plane's delayed or whatever. And they fall in love and it's really great. I love it. It makes like no It's a typical Hallmark movie. There's no sense to the plot. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of like what other typical romance movies I really like. I like Four Christmases with Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon. That's a really good one. I uh, I watch that every year. I saw that with my mom in theaters, and it's funny. All the Christmas movies just flew out of my head. <laughs> well, I know you. And guys, I, you guys, we talked about just friends yet? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I wouldn't call that a romance. I would call that a comedy. Okay. Because it's a pretty toxic romance. <laughs> <laughs> it's not meant to be a model for anything. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think a lot of these could be argued to be toxic. I mean, this- that's true. P.S. Yeah, um, not P.S. I love you. What's the other one? The ensemble cast. Love Actually. With oh, Kira no. Knightley. Yeah, Love Actually. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think that's very um. What do you healthy. mean? Healthy. What? That's the only reason I left it off because I'm like, okay, people are just going to be like, it's such a bad toxic movie and you know what it is <laughs> but i'm also still in love with it yeah it's like there's the prime minister uh going after his staff member <laughs> there's the guy cheating on his wife there's the uh adult uh workers the adult industry workers there's the um who the else creeper, <laughs> who's in love with oh, the woman who just got married and the best friend is in love with the woman who just yeah. got married yeah <laughs> to wisconsin that's the most problematic part of that whole movie yes is yes. what they do to the wisconsin women <laughs> <laughs> giving giving wisconsin women weird texas accents was not cool <laughs> Were they going to the University of Wisconsin? Is that where they were? They there? were in well, Milwaukee or something yeah. like that. They were just in. They were oh. in like a dive bar, like you'd see all over Wisconsin, and they were wearing short skirts and barely sensible coats, which tells me that they were from Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> or they'd been but there they were a while. Also wearing cowboy boots. Um, which... I'll throw. Oh, I'll throw in the holiday. I like the holiday. Damn it. That one gets scratched off. Damn it. That was-, was that one of yours? I knew it was going to be on. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm oh we're playing bingo, aren't we? Movie. So, but that's all right. Yeah. I like the holiday. I can I put it on. I, I put it on while I did uh, Christmas decorations this yeah, year. I love the holiday so much. Yeah. So, Meg, are there any left of yours? Oh, yeah. Told, you made I made told you list. I have lots. I She's have ones worried. I can shuffle from one spot to another. <laughs> Okay, so I agree with all of the ones that Carla and Lauren said. I love them all. I know that Carla was worried about being made up for the Princess Switch. I'm going to say Princess for Christmas. 
strictly because that's because of Sam Hewen being in it and that amazing dance scene that I think I've sent to everybody yes. at one point or another. It's the mo- and and what's her name from Merlin? She plays Morgana in Merlin. And she was in Supergirl. And I can't remember the actress's name. But but it's just like her she finds out that she's like her the kids she's taking care of are ends up being grandchildren to a prince or, or a king or some shit. And they fly over to, you know, random European country with a monarchy. And then she like falls in love. It's a little bit of, you know, it's, it's what it is, what it is. There's a princess. It's Christmas. It's, it's really stupid. I didn't say it's good, but I love it. <laughs> Same with, with princess switch. So we're right there. Yeah. Right there. Uh, another one that I have on here is the family man with Nicolas Cage and Tay Leone. And it gives me a lot of It's a Wonderful Life vibes. And it's just, I I don't know. I just, I love it. He's such an asshole. And then like, just, it's kind of the opposite of of It's a Wonderful Life where he starts out being a total dick and then realizes kind of, whatever. you should watch it if you haven't seen it. Love that one. I love Uh, that movie so much. Like, and I wasn't sure if it would count as a romance, but it feels very romantic to it's me. It's romantic. Yeah. God damn it. Now I have two more. I'm just going to remember, pre- I still have to go. Preacher's wife. <laughs> and that's all I'll say. Oh, the preacher's wife. That's, I love that's all. Movie. And that's all I'll say. Preacher's wife. I believe in you and me. That's one yeah. of my favorite Whitney Houston songs from that movie. And then yeah. Dashing in December is uh, an LGBTQ cowboy like ranch romance that was on i want to say paramount last year and it's got the enemies to lovers trope it's got like oh no what are we gonna do we have to sell the family like it's it's a lot like single all the way it is very much a cliche kind of hallmark christmas movie where it hits all of those notes that we want to see so much in christmas movies when we're watching them and it just happens to be two men who are falling in love with each other instead of a heterosexual relationship, which I love because there's none of that angst that seems to always have to be a part of LGBTQ media. Like there always has to be pain. And I don't like that. So cool. Well, one of these I knew I was like, if anybody else has this on their list, I'm going to be surprised only because not that I wouldn't think you had seen it. It just isn't one that I ever see mentioned and it's cheesy. It's not necessarily wonderful and great. But I love it. It's kind of like a Groundhog Day movie of Christmas called 12 Dates of Christmas with Mark Paul Gosselin. <gasps> oh, from ABC Family. <laughs> I watch this movie every Melissa year. Melissa Joan Hart, too? Yeah. No, it's not Melissa Joan Hart. Oh. It's, um, no, no, no. I can't remember her name now. I should have had it pulled Amy up. Amy Smart or something? <sighs> something like that. Yeah. And I, it's no. on Amazon Prime and Disney right now just to let you know so you can watch on either one of those and i love i freaking love this movie it is so cheesy and corny and it's totally abc family but i adore it and it, it is amy smart yeah it and it's just 
it's very much, you know, she wakes up every day and she's got this blind date with Mark Paul Gossler. And yeah, she does. It's the perfume yes. department, yeah, right? Yeah, she, yes. Yeah. yeah. It's the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I spritzed you and you passed out every time she, you know, and she just watch to learn now, those lessons. I it's love good. that movie so, so much. It's like a must every year I have to watch this movie. And every year I go, this is not a great movie, but I don't care. I love it. Just like when we talked about Hallmark movies earlier today when we recorded that. Just the same kind of thing. They're all kind of the same kind of formula, but they're comforting in a way. And I just and I love Mark Paul Gossler. We've talked about that before. How I want to see him chopping some wood. So, yeah. <laughs> Give me that. I'm movie. starting to believe that the chopping some wood is like some kind of code for attached <laughs> to my bed. That too. <laughs> they're interchangeable now. They're interchangeable. Yes. Yes. And then I know people will probably argue this isn't necessarily a romance, but I think it's a romance. I think Last Holiday with Queen Latifah is, oh, that's one of my absolute favorites. I just, okay. you have that on yours too. Love that movie so, so much. She is so good in that. And um, Gerard Depardieu, I really love him in that one too. And I like their relationship. And I love the chemistry. I think she has great chemistry with LL Cool J and that too. And it's so sweet. And she's so gorgeous. And it's so wonderful to see a movie where the lead woman who wins in the end is not like a stick figure. It's amazing. Yes. yes. <laughs> it's amazing. She, I, and the red dress she wears. Oh, yes gorgeous and one of the things that i love about it is that it, it's it's a movie that has a black lead mm -hmm. who is a woman for, in love with a black man because it it's it, you know it, it's nice when there's an interracial romance but they lean on it too much as kind of a way of making the black person acceptable by way of this white person mm -hmm. that that you know that they attract and this is just two black people in love with each other and it's nice i, I love mm -hmm. that movie so much yeah and it's and it's a and you know it's a great it also is really a great indictment of the healthcare system too <laughs> say too uh the poor yeah. burnt out doctor oh my god <laughs> I know. uh yes and mal says yes last holiday is perfection and then the other one i'm going to mention this one came out a couple years ago last christmas i know a lot of people don't like this movie. I love this movie. I mean, it's cute. It's sweet. And plus, I mean, everybody in it is hot. Yes, yes. I, I, <laughs> they are. Yes. And it's, and, you know, Emma Thompson, you know, came up with the idea. It's inspired by George Michael's songs. I mean, come on. It's so, did you, have you seen it, Carla? Because of George no. Michael? You haven't seen Last Christmas? No, I haven't. No. I've oh, man. The twist at the end. It is. Amazing. Yeah. Thanks. Also, <laughs> Uh, boxing day so I'm, I'm writing these two down yes it's so good it's so so good and I remember um when I, when I watched it with my mom went and saw it with my mom because my mom this is like her kind of stuff is as cheesy and as corny as you can get and we were watching it when Henry Golding first appears on screen she literally she's like sighed and went there he is <laughs> Yes, George Michael forever. And that's our most popular episode right now. So go listen to that for this year. So go listen to that. We're going to be doing a lot of music episodes next year. Just so you know, we're going to do like Prince, 
Whitney Houston, Lady Gaga, um, Janet Jackson. So we're going to be doing a lot of music next year because everybody seems to really want that. So we've got that covered. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Okay, so now we're going to do comedies and we'll end with doing like other Christmas movies. So, <laughs> so Carla, what are three of your favorite? Oh my God. Okay. So like, all right. Okay. So Trading Places, which I know is not, you know, thought of. Yes. Christmas no, movie. it's a Christmas movie. So it's, a Christmas it's a Christmas movie. movie. Yes. It is. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you. Yes. I love that movie. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Love it has that so movie. many stuff that does not age well in the least. But it's no, like that. Really <laughs> no, Eddie well. Murphy's whole thing at the end of the movie is not good. <laughs> no, oh my gosh, Dan Aykroyd and on the train. The older men in my oh. life love imitating it, and it is not no, good. <laughs> no, please, white men, no. don't do that. Just don't. Um, but yes, it, it's such a good movie. It's hilarious, and uh, the, the chemistry between Aykroyd and and Murphy is fantastic. Um, Jamie Lee Curtis is it's one of my favorite Jamie Lee Curtis movies. Like I don't even think about it honestly as an Eddie Murphy movie. I think about it as a Jamie Lee Curtis movie because she's just so great in it. And and it's it's you know one of my, fa- my favorite things, which is you know old white men getting their comeuppance at Christmas. It's fantastic. I love it. And um, I remember okay, this is one of those movies again that my dad brought over. This is supposed to be for my mom, so I wasn't supposed to watch it in '84 when he came with a VCR. And so I was like, I'm going to watch this thing. So I watched this thing and they're like boobies and they're like drugs. And I was like, what, like seven or eight. And I was like, what is going on in this movie? And I had no, but they kept saying pork bellies. And I was like, what's a pork belly? And why is it so important to this day? I don't know, but maybe like chicharrones. I like chicharrones and chicharrones are made from pork belly. So good enough for me. But anyway, great movie. Okay. So there we go. There's one comedy that we can just knock out. Carla, I'm going to say too, I think that's the first rated R movie I ever saw. And it's because my father was like, you need to see, like, I can't wait any longer for a child of mine to not know what this movie is. He wanted to make sure that you saw it no matter what. Yes. Yeah. I'm the oldest one. He was like, I'm tired of waiting. Like, one of them needs to see it. Oh my God. Love it. Love it. Another one for me, Last Holiday, which you mentioned, Aaron. I just it's it's such a it's a great movie. It has like so many fantastic elements that I love in it. It has um, a misdiagnosed illness that leads somebody to lead to lead their best life, and that's why I love it so much. Because um, Queen Latifah, her character, just is like 
I'm just gonna go about my business and just enjoy myself. And she does, she has like a hell of a time just really enjoying her life and all of this money that she had saved, saved up. Um, and it's quite impressive the amount of money that she had saved up, like, wow. Just, you know, spend a week at, at this incredibly expensive hotel kind of money. And I'm, I'm sorry, what? Where did that money come from? Queen Latifah, teach me your investment tricks. Teach me your strategies so that I too can one day just go off on a trip to wherever the hell I want. Um, the I, I really enjoyed that the that the romantic aspect of it wasn't the central focus of the film because it allows you to focus on her and on her journey. And the the romance is just like the cherry on top because it's it's so beautiful how cute they are they are around each other, how awkward they are. Because there is nobody that awkward around another person other than me. And I was like, yes, I'm not the most awkward person ever. They're even worse than I am. Oh, love it. Love it. Um, and then as far as the third, I was like, I don't really know that I have like a third one. But I'm going to go with um, with The Holiday, which I know is already mentioned. But it's just a great, hilarious movie. And... I think that um, for as much as when, when people talk about the movie, a lot of the times they tend to kind of erase Jack Black, but it's like Jack Black is in it and he's a big part of it. Mm -hmm. And I think that a lot of the reason why he's erased is because he's like, he's a chubby guy. And it's like, oh, let's look at all these other skinny people. But he's fantastic. He really makes the movie gel, in my opinion. Um, and I think he's adorable and I would marry him in a heartbeat. Come on, Jack Black. I mean, don't call me because I'm I'm married. <laughs> but I'm just saying, in another universe, you would be a solid possibility. <laughs> well, and um Mal mentioned Christmas with the cranks. I've not watched that one. So, and then Tim Allen once again and Jamie yeah, Lee Curtis. I very good. That one, yeah. So, and then Mal wants to do research now on how much that was and how unrealistic it would have been this, the second time this week they've wanted to do math unpaid. <laughs> and Lauren, did Carla take any of yours? No. <laughs> um, Just Friends is an absolute amazing movie i watch it when it's not christmas i can do it line for line it's ryan reynolds totally unleashed like his character you're not supposed to like him he's an unmitigated asshole you're like i don't i hate this man and i still want him to get the girl like it's incredible <laughs> he's like that's the power of ryan reynolds. <laughs> that is the power right of ryan it, is the power <laughs> it is the power of ryan reynolds but no like the whole concept is like um, there was this girl he was friends with in high school and uh, he was he was bigger so he got teased and it was like I'm never gonna be with a girl so he was friend zoned which isn't a thing but it's a very old movie so <laughs> we'll keep going um, not very old but you know early 2000s um, so and then he ends up having to go um, having to go back to his hometown which is in New Jersey with Anna Ferris who plays like a uh, pop star 
uh, a very bad pop star and she's crazy. She's also great in that role. And um, oh, and the girl he's in love with, with is it Amy Smart too. But so he goes back and he's like, I'm hot now and I'm Ryan Reynolds and I'm going to um, sleep with this girl and then like be done with her to get back at her for friend zoning me. And it's during Christmas time. And it's just so amazing. Like he screws up every single like every single thing he's doing. His his relationship with his mom and his brother is fantastic. I literally just watched this movie. And the greatest thing about this movie is like the conversations that everybody has. Like when they first show up to his mom's house, they're like in the living room, and it's his mom and Anna Ferris and Ryan Reynolds and his brother. And they're it's like it's this old his brother comes in is like oh my god i'm in love with whoever anna ferris is i have her poster in my room i literally slapped the ham to her last night and his mom's like i hope it's not the ham we're eating for dinner and it's like and anna ferris is like um i can't eat a ham i'm on a diet and i can only eat salmon and his mom's like salmon's such a lovely color for a living room and it's like this one it's like you're like, what's happening? It's amazing. It's like the best part of the movie that they just let conversations like that just go. And I really want to know how much of it was actually scripted and how much was just like, just say whatever comes in your head. Like, it's fine. Just talk around each other. Um, but fantastic movie. Um, then the other one I really like uh, that I just watched again and I had actually forgotten about it is a Seth Rogen movie called The Night Before. Yes. It's, um, yeah, Seth Rogen and Joseph Gordon-Levitt and uh, Anthony Mackie. And it's really funny. It's a typical Seth Rogen movie. I was so fucking <laughs> but... excited. I was like, no one's going to say that. it's a like they they go out for a night and they get drunk and high and shenanigans happen and seth rogan's obviously the one on the most uh substances and he's like hallucinating a baby saying fuck you to him (laughs) it's really great and there's this their weed dealer is an angel so like at the end of the movie he's like i feel like i've earned these now and just grows the rings and shoots up into the sky (laughs) it's a really great movie i recommend it um and then my other favorite uh, the other comedy that i watch a ton is called office christmas party which is a Jason Bateman. Oh, sorry, Meg. <laughs> Jason Bateman. And it's a lot of people. Jason Bateman, Kate McKinnon, uh, Olivia Munn, um, tons mm-hmm. and tons of people. But it's it's just uh, Jennifer Aniston, but um, their branch is going out of business, so they have to throw this huge Christmas party to convince some guy to give them money so that they don't go out of business. And it's just, again, shenanigans. And they it's in Chicago, and they try to jump one of those bridges over the Chicago river as it's going yep. up for the boats to come through. And it's, it's not a smart choice to make. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a good one too. That yes. Was, that was on my long horn. Yeah. That's, that's really good. And um, yes, Mel, that is the same girl um, that was in just friends. That's in 12 dates of Christmas. Yes. Oh, Amy smart. Yes. Yeah. Smart. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I want to say really quick, this isn't a Christmas movie, but I think one Seth Rogen movie that does not get enough love and attention that came out in 2019 is long shot with Charlie's Aaron. Oh, with his mom. Is no, that the one with his no, mom? It's the no? one where he okay. uh, ends up helping. Um, he's, he's a journalist and he reunites. Oh yes, 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 yes. The politician. Yeah, yeah, and she's the politician. Yes. yes. And it's that was so a good movie. Good. And they have, it was really you might good. not think Charlie's Theron and Seth Rogen would have chemistry, but they have amazing chemistry. It's that's a really good one. And I just wanted to shout it out because not enough people saw that movie, I don't think. So Meg, <laughs> I I know Lauren took a bunch of yours. 
but between I know the you have two a of them, yeah. Well, Carla did comedy. I do have some left, but they're going to be. And a they're probably going to be taking me mine. That's what yeah. we're do. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't seen them in a while, which is why they were like my backups. Um, National Lampoon's Christmas. Yeah, I mean, that's my absolute yes. favorite Christmas movie. I literally <laughs> watched that today. Shooters full. Like the whole the cat. The whole, it's like the whole the the Griswolds. Just their whole. Aaron, I'll let you talk more about it because it's been a while since I've seen it. I just watched um, it the other day. But yeah, I just God, Randy Quaid. The whole it's just such a fucking the whole thing is just a mess. The whole the whole yeah, of course, because it's the Griswolds. Um, another one I just actually watched this yesterday called Eight Bit Christmas with Neil Patrick Harris. It's on Netflix and it feels like it would be my kids kind of um Christmas story. And it's basically a dad telling a story to his kid about how he got a Nintendo system in 1988. <laughs> and it's it's really cute and it's funny and everything like that. But it, it felt really reminiscent to a Christmas story for me, even though I was I mean, I was four in 1988. So and Lauren wasn't alive yet. <laughs> I was negative eight years oh old. Oh my gosh. Bye, Lauren. I'm, just um, I'm, I'm sorry, negative six. <laughs> I suddenly feel so much better. I know. Yeah, yeah the two years. That's two years. Um, but yeah, uh, Night Before is hilarious, as is Office Christmas Party. Um, we didn't mention Scrooge. Dang it. I, okay, fine. You know what? I'm just no, it's gonna, okay. No, I'm just gonna stop talking. <laughs> That's my other favorite movie. Well, I that does not surprise me because those are both very like just everything is fucked up movie. Oh, just friends is on my list. Like everything Lauren said and half the stuff Carla said were all on my list for Christmas comedies. I love just friends. That movie is so fucking problematic when you watch it now, but it's so funny i don't even care i can't the freaking when anna ferris is uh they take her to the the metal bar and they're all screaming at her because she's not singing with it that i can't get you guys are assholes you all are assholes like, i'm sorry when she gets all fucked up and has the tooth <laughs> she's like on his face like anna stole that movie she blueberry she was amazing in that movie i thought she was so funny uh and then bad santa with yeah. Lauren Graham and Billy Bob Thornton. Like, mm -hmm. that's just, it's just, I don't know. I, I can't think of any family friendly movies that are, I think of as comedies. They're all like, they don't have to kid. be family friendly. No, but I'm just, but for, like, for me, it's like, it's either a yeah. kid movie or it's an adult movie that happens to take place at Christmas and is completely inappropriate for children. Um, but my kids just watched National Lampoon's Christmas, I think, last year for the first time. And they were just like, what the fuck? And I'm like, I know. I know. But anyway. Yeah. I'll, sh I'll, I'll shut up. Oh, and Nick's nuts. Sorry. See? I'm just going to throw, I'll give you more than three, but I'm just going to throw titles out there and not actually talk about the movie at all. And I'll be so like, so then all of mine will be taken. <laughs> The one I'm surprised no one mentioned Elf. I can't believe no one mentioned Elf. I love Elf. That's a kid's movie. It's a gimme. It's a gimme. It's a, it's, it's, it's a comedy. I think it is a comedy. It's a comedy. If I can it's watch it comedy. with my kids, it's a kid's movie. 
but it's but it's also a comedy and it's funny and and Will Ferrell is so amazing you couldn't I was actually kind of surprised Carla didn't because I always think of Will Ferrell Will Ferrell and Carla because of well, Eurovision, Eurovision but like I'm and a huge Will Ferrell oh yeah good point I'm not a huge Will Ferrell fan I just happen to love those two movies that he happens oh, okay. to be in. yeah okay See, that's what I've always I was wondered. gonna I'm like I was gonna say I would call it a comedy. My dad hates Will Ferrell, and that part with the um, with Peter Dinklage gets him every every time. That is Peter. Din- yeah, that is Peter Dinklage. The part that gets me every time is when he's standing there and he's in, in, the, in the um in the you know the uh, like the uh, the apartment store and he's standing there. He's like the guy's like Santa's coming tomorrow. He's Santa's coming. He's just so he's so Aaron. Cool. Somebody just did a photo op with Jensen Ackles with that um. Oh, really? Yeah, I'll try to find it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Please find that. He did a very good face. Oh, he did a very good that face. <laughs> That's amazing. Just throwing in my supernatural tidbit. You were, oh, you were underwhelmed by Elf? Aw, I, I love Elf. Elf, yeah, I, I just, I love it. I just watched that the other day. Scrooge is one of my all-time favorites, so I am going to talk about it. It was one of my birthday movies, so I, I have this very, very special place in my heart for it. When it first came out, we saw it. A bunch of my friends, we all went. To, there was this huge movie theater that used to be here in Colorado that's now like a electronic store. Or might not even be that anymore. And it was one of those that only had one screen, and the screen was big, big, big screen. You know, these are movie theaters that don't really exist. Well, there are big screens, but you know, these kind of things. So it's like an event kind of place. And so I'll I just love it. And Bill Murray is so incredible in that movie. Carol Kane is just <laughs> superb. And everything about that movie is perfection, 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 perfection. And then National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I, I realize this movie is problematic as hell. All the National Lampoon movies are problematic as hell. Chevy Chase what do you is mean? problematic as hell. <laughs> <laughs> but I love this movie. This is my absolute favorite Christmas movie. Because I just, you know, my sister and I were talking about my sister's like, yeah, I used to, um, you know, pretend that I was sick so I could stay home from school and watch Christmas Vacation. (laughs) And it was one of those that like, I remember watching this over and over again. And it was still one of those ones when they used to do all the time, they'd have like the animated intro opening, you know, that all the movies used to do back then. And it, I was just watching, um, you know, the that thing um every that what is it called on youtube that thing where they take shows and movies and say everything wrong they all the sins that a certain movie commits everything wrong with this everything wrong with that and they were i just watched the national lampoon one and there is i mean there's so many things wrong with that movie so many things that you just cringe at but it's one of those that like i watched it so young that i know it's wrong i know there are bad things in it But just watching, you know, how Chevy Chase just wants this perfect Christmas and he always wants everything perfect and he screws everything. Yes, the turkey, the cat being wrapped up, (laughs) the squirrel, the jello, just all the lights on the house and blinding that um, Julia Lewis, Louis Dreyfus. And her boyfriend and how they keep every time they switch on the lights, they hate them. I remember that. that hate them. And then the, the, the scene where like they're going sledding and they put like that oil on the sled. And they start sledding across the street. Catches fire. Everything about it is just so wrong that I just, I just adore it. And Chevy Chase's character always in all the National Lampoon 
movies has always like tempted to cheat on his gorgeous, amazing wife, Beverly D'Angelo. I mean, whoever would want to cheat on her, but it's just, you know, a funny, you know, and of course the running gag that the children change all the time are played yeah. by different <laughs> actors in different ages, but I love those movies so, so much. Okay, we're going to turn now to movies that are other kind of Christmas movies that are like horror. They could be horror or action, sci-fi. Or if you want to even put in, since Mal brought this up a little bit, movies that aren't necessarily considered Christmas movies, but you consider them Christmas movies. Like you watch them every year around this time. So, Carla, what are some of yours? I don't really have any. I don't. No. No, because everything for me like falls into one category or another. So Whoa. all I have are like my leftovers kind of like the only one that I have that would fall into this category is hooking up starring Sam Richardson, who is also in Wolves Within, um, because it's just like a romantic comedy that happens to take place during Christmas time. It's a fantastic movie. It used to be on Prime and no longer is, but it's available for rent on um, on YouTube. So if you have three bucks, definitely check out this movie. It's It's great and it's very sweet and he's fantastic in it. And that's all I got for this, man. Wow. Wow. Yeah. But always shout out to Werewolves Within because always shout out to podcast favorite Josh Rubin. So go watch that movie. Someone was arguing on Twitter, the, not arguing, but they were making the claim that Werewolves Within is a Christmas movie. So. There you go. Good. So now I, I mentioned two. See? Two yeah. or three. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Die Hard is definitely a Christmas movie. Meg, I don't care. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. I said fine. Okay. And Grimm oh, wait. I'm going to mention Bat- Batman Begins. Yes. Batman because Begins. Because it's, it's Christmas time and it's it's cold and nipples get hard. I guess it's the connection. That's, that's, that's what oh, so, you mean. So you don't mean Batman Returns. You don't mean the Batman movie. Returns. Yes. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Wait, with no. Batwoman and... No, no, the, the one with Kiss from a Rose by Seal. I'm not talking about like a character. That's a Catwoman. That's 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 Batman Returns. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, yes, the penguin in it too and stuff. The, the star. I think so. Yes, yeah, sure. Let's go with that. <laughs> let's go with that. The important thing is that it has Kiss from a come up from a Rose by Seal, and that's all I care about. <laughs> so, Lauren, do you have ones in this one? I guess so, although I think it's a Christmas movie. Gotta shout out to my man Chris Pine. Guardi- or Rise of the Guardians is a fantastic Christmas movie. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. It's happening at Christmas time. Santa Claus can't bring the presents to the children because the, um, whatever, the bad dream guy, I forget his name now, uh, he's trying to make everybody uh, not believe in magic and beauty and wonderment. Uh, Chris Pine's Jack Frost is a hot animated little man. I'm mad about it. <laughs> It's very upsetting. It's very upsetting. Why did they do that? Why did they animate a hot guy (laughs) and put him in a children's movie? I don't get it. (laughs) Chris Pine, one of the best Christmas. Yeah, Chris Pine. Yeah. Yes, uh, I named my Christmas tree Chris Pine one year. You did. And then uh, everybody in my family was inappropriate about it for the rest of the season. I can't imagine why. I love I don't know why either. (laughs) Why would you do that to me? Chris Pine is the best. Um, Chris Pine is great. Otherwise, besides that one, which I think other people would argue it's not a Christmas movie, but I would. Other than that, I'm kind of like Carlo, where it's just like my leftovers. Like I have I have like a really awful Christmas movie category. And then I have my favorite movie, which has not been mentioned by anybody. And then I have the one that I watch on Christmas Day every year. 
Well, I could throw those what out. What are they? Okay, let's go for <laughs> yeah, it. We all have right. the category. We're going to um, do one word. Like, all right. Other honorable mentions. But yeah, unless, unless it's Oh, okay. Then I won't say them. No, then I w- they don't go in this category. <laughs> They're honorable. So Meg, do you have ones in this then? I have, I have some. <laughs> so I have a couple. Like I, I, Trapped in Paradise, I know, is a Christmas movie, but it's not something that people think very much about. But it's about a bunch of criminals who escape prison and get stuck in a in a small town. Um, but the other one that I feel like no one would ever put as a Christmas movie, and I don't even necessarily put it as a Christmas movie, but I love it and it takes place at Christmas, is L.A. Confidential. No one has seen this, have have they? I have. Oh, I know. Oh, I was here. Lauren's like, no. But it starts on Christmas with like the bloody Christmas and the big police brawl and everything. And like, and it takes place in the fifties, LA, and it's just it's very sexy. I'm sad that Kevin Spacey is in it because it it kind of I won't like I'm not going to spoil it or anything. I mean, it came out in 1997, but, but you still should just watch it without knowing what happens. But it was one of my favorite movies for years. Kim Basinger is so freaking gorgeous in it. Guy Pierce, it, it just Russell, it's Guy just beautiful, Pierce, sexy. It's very yeah. sexy. Guy People being very Pierce, sexy yeah. in like a very noiry way, and it, no one would think of it as a Christmas movie, but it takes place around Christmas, and I feel like that means it matches your criteria. It's, it's an action. Well, no, my criteria. It, well, yeah, my criteria was one that people won't, wouldn't consider. Sorry, I forgot and, we put that in. And there. Yeah. a shout out to Hannah. I'll say Iron Man three. <laughs> Ooh, we watched that today. Aww. That is a Christmas movie. They play Christmas music in it. Well, it's me, so I have three horror movies. Uh, one is a horror comedy. So uh, Black Christmas. Krampus. Yes, that is the one I'm going to mention. <laughs> uh, Black Christmas, the original one from the 70s, is a great original slasher. Great movie about women being empowered as well. I want to say that. Uh, lo- wonderful, awesome, amazing movie. Everyone go watch it. It's on Shutter right now. I actually will give props to the 2019 remake. A lot of people hate that one. I liked it. It's definitely does not follow the storyline of the original. Definitely different. But I want to give it props because it was done by a woman. And I don't know. I, I just I think it's got an interesting message to it. I'm not going to say too much about it, but it's very much in the Me Too realm and stuff like that. So, yes. And Carrie Elways is in it for all those Princess Bride fans out there. You won't like him in it, but he's in it. <laughs> <laughs> the next one is one that came out uh, last year. It's on Shutter as well called Better Watch Out. Really good movie. Has one of the best twists you will ever see in a horror movie, recent horror movie, I think. It starts out as a home invasion gone wrong. It's basically a babysitter watching this young kid who's like he's like 12 years old and he's got a crush on his babysitter and they're watching horror movies and then someone seems to be breaking in you think it must be her ex-boyfriend and then a big twist happens and that's all i'm gonna say a lot of people got upset about the twist but i think it's very very interesting take on men young men too but men white men and yeah that's all i'm gonna say i love this movie i think it's really good I had to take a break from Hallmark to watch this one. So, uh, yeah. Did you, so, did you yes. see Mal's comment? Yes, yes. Carrie Elways is a man in a castle Christmas movie on Netflix. 
my god. Yes, he's also only the dreamiest storybook prince in Princess Bride, but it's fine. It's, it's fine. fine, Mel. It's fine. Mel, it's fine. I can't believe Aaron, I can't believe you didn't say American Psycho is a Christmas movie. It could be considered a Christmas movie, but that's yeah. not my third one. I'm not to my third one yet. So oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Mal's all like wondering who Carrie always was. Just and that was her reference point. Just kind of broke something inside of me. I haven't seen that princess movie. <gasps> the Princess Bride. It's not just a princess movie, Mal. We are gonna talk, we're gonna be talking about the Princess Bride next year. So go watch it, Mal. You have a few months. We're talking about it in um April or May. Part of me is I broken. It's April. Yeah, so you broke everybody. So go go watch that. After we're done, you don't have to log off. Like I said, go watch it after we're done. Don't listen to us. Yeah, watch us first, please, and then you can go. Um, so the last one I'm going to mention. There are a bunch I could mention in here because there are, you know, there's like Silent Night, Deadly Night. Um, you know, there's a bunch of Gremlins. horror Christmas movies. Gremlins, yeah, which somebody mentioned earlier. But I'm going to mention Krampus. I love the movie Krampus. From 2015. It's amazing. Adam Scott, Tony Collette, Allison Tolman. I mean, it's got just amazing, amazing cast. It's so funny and clever and kind of scary in parts. And it's just, I, I adore this movie. Adam Scott is one of my absolute favorite people in the whole entire world. I will watch anything that man does. I adore him to the moon and back. And this is another reason why that. And Tony Collette, I adore as well. Love, and I love Allison Tolman as well. So it's just like, oh God, there's just so much in this. It's so good. And it's so well done. And it's so funny. And everybody slept on this. And we do, um, with, one of, with my Supernatural Denver group, every year we do something called Secret Krampus instead of Secret Santa. <laughs> and so anything that has to do with Krampus also holds a place in my heart because of that. So... Yes, Adam Scott is dreamy as fuck. I completely agree, Bex. <laughs> yes. And it's funny because a lot of people consider Adam Scott just to be a comedian. And I always thought of him more as um, like friends with kids is really good. Yes, I agree. But I always thought of him as more as like a very uh, indie, indie person. He does he does, is this movie called The Vicious Kind, which is not a very very happy movie by any stretch of the imagination and he's a real <laughs> ass in it but that's really good there's also this really small movie called passenger side which is probably really hard to find i own it on dvd i saw it at a film festival and he's amazing in that one too so maybe someday we'll do an adam scott episode so see i geek out about other people <laughs> oh 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 i forgot about the long kiss good night with gina davis and samuel L. jackson and she's yes. like a former spy piecing mm -hmm. together her that's mm -hmm. my other Christmassy action movie. Okay. So now we are going to do other honorable mentions since I have a feeling people have some other ones. And we actually, we're only at an hour and 35 minutes. This is really impressive. So we're going to be done in like. And you were so like, oh, okay. My last one was 45 minutes. Can you be more succinct than you usually are? <laughs> I didn't say exactly like that. I just. <laughs> He just wow. <laughs> Leave it to Carla to be hella dramatic. <laughs> I know. No one's ever dramatic on here. So not really here. No. Not me, for sure. Not no. me. Not me. Yeah. So Carla, what are some honorable mentions? Okay. And only because like I had already too much stuff already. 
but okay, so Jingle Jangle, which is a, I think it came out last year on Netflix. It's a um, a kid's Christmas movie. It's really great. It's a musical, so it has a lot of awesome music. And it's uh, pretty much, I'm trying to think of it solely, but it's at least predominantly Black cast. Uh, it's just a lot of fun. It's really cute, really sweet. The The little girl in it is absolutely adorable like oh my gosh she's precious and it's about an inventor who kind of loses his touch um not so much that he loses it as it's taken away from him by a an overambitious apprentice who steals his idea book and so he falls into hard times and then his granddaughter comes and she's also gifted with like inventor magic and it's like everything that happens after that it's such a sweet movie and the, the songs are fantastic um, you've got Mail, which is another one of those, not Christmas movies, but takes place at Christmas. It's, you know, it's Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan at their prime team-up stage. Um, it's also, it, it's just a lot of fun. It has an awesome soundtrack. Awesome soundtrack. I love that soundtrack so much. So much. And um, it, it, it's kind of one of those things where, you know, it's like, oh, I can't believe I'm kind of rooting for the guy who is kind of um, taking under this independent bookstore, but he's just so charming, I guess. But it, it's still, it's, it's, it's a, it's, it's a, a loved, a very beloved movie for a reason. It's, it's great, and um, a movie that I just watched recently called Love Hard, and the the title takes from Die Hard, so it's Die Hard Love Hard because the. Um, the, the girl in the movie says that Die Hard is definitely a Christmas movie. And um, and the guy says, no, it's not. You know, and, and he's all about love, actually. So they, they have like this initial flirtation, but, he's, but she's being catfished because the picture that he's posting is not him. It's his friend. And then she flies from L.A. to New York to spend Christmas with him and meets him not the guy that she's been talking to that she thinks but it is the guy because it is him anyway so it's about like how she's you know how appearances and beyond appearances and love and the magic of christmas and when your parents are just kind of not so great and your brother is a total douchebag but you still fall in love anyway it's fun watch it anyway it's good to the mattresses that's right mal (laughs) and lauren I know you have one that's your all-time favorite. Yeah. Um, my favorite movie is uh, Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger. So <laughs> I love that movie. I can't explain why. There's no reason. It's just like, it's Dead Wolf time. <laughs> it's a great movie. It's that typical, like, what, like, late 80s, early 90s type of Christmas movie, too, that they were spitting out every year back then. Um, so, <laughs> but it's great. The worst, like, blockbuster Christmas movie I've ever seen, which I was surprised because it's got a really great cast, is called A Ghost of Girlfriend's Past with Matthew McConaughey and Jennifer Garner. Really awful movie, but I would, like, and, like, genuinely fun, awful, like, you're like, oh, bad Christmas movie, and you watch it, and you're, like, quietly amused by it. You're like, this, why did they make this? Why was this released in theaters? And and they expected money to come out of it. Um, but I would watch it anyway, I guess, because Matthew McConaughey and, and Jennifer Garner is, like, really annoyed with how, like, annoying he is. So that's 
that's that's a point. Jennifer Garner's um, then because I'm not. Yes, yeah, basically. <laughs> Yeah, Matthew McConaughey is like the typical, like, you know, like, why'd you break up with all these women? Like, none of them, like, they were all a good woman and you're just a womanizer, blah, 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 blah. And then she's like the true love of his life that he let go. So she's like, you're just awful. We don't know why she ended up with him at the end, but she did because that's how movies work. But um, <laughs> um, TBS runs 24-hour uh, A Christmas Story every year. Mm-hmm. And I end up watching it um, not correctly. Like you start in the middle and then you watch it and then you watch from the beginning to the middle. But um, yeah, but great movie. Uh, Can quote that one all the time. Do the um, I like the Tin Man. I like the Wizard of Oz like all the time. Or Ralphie's like, I can't put my arms down. (laughs) It's great. It's pretty great. Those are my honor. Oh, and anything Lacey Chalbert makes on Hallmark Channel. She has not done a movie wrong. And it's because her dad invented Toaster Strudel. Good for her. And she's got the power of Christ within her because she uses Christian Mingle. But she did it. She got it. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe we didn't hear from Carla about her deep love of Alicia Witt movies. Because that's so so many Christmas movies. Well, let's, not, let's not go down that dark hole. <laughs> oh, you know what else I want to give an honorable shout out to? Um, Disney, like Mickey Mouse, they used to do the they used to do like the classic Christmas stories with the Disney characters, which I didn't understand as a child. So you know, like they had they had a Christmas story, and Goofy was the ghost, and then Mickey and Mickey had like his his little tiny Tim son, and Scrooge McDuck was was Scrooge, obviously. Yeah, and and the then they had the Christmas one girl. where, yeah, yeah, and they had the one where you know Mickey wants to get Minnie a gift, but he can't afford it, so he gives away his most prized possession, and it's like it's like the gift of the I don't remember what the story. Gift of the, it's magi, the gift of the Magi is that what it's called? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did not know that was a real thing. I was like, this is a great Mickey Mouse cartoon as a small child. It's still a great Mickey Mouse cartoon. It holds up. I love that. So Mal has trouble with associating a lot of these movies with Christmas. Um, saying they just watch them at a different time. Yeah, I mean, I can see that some of these, you know, you associate them with the romantic stuff. So, yeah. yeah well, I, I feel like that's that a stigma stuff. we need to end. We should be able to watch Christmas movies year round yes. without being judged. I No, I agree. <laughs> just like we should be able to watch horror movies year round without being judged. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you if you want to watch a Princess Switch for the 82nd time... <laughs> Like with your pot roast on a random Saturday, you just go ahead and do that. Call Carla and she'll do it with you. I yeah. will. She's already in the middle of it. <laughs> she'll, she'll pause. Didn't they make like a fourth one of those? Is there a fourth Vanessa there's, Hudgens there's now? There's a third one. There's. Three. I know there's a third. There's a blonde one now. Yes, but how long do you think they can keep going adding Vanessa Hudgens? You know into what? That Eventually, it's going to be only <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens in all of the movies. Like the Vanessa no Hudgens cinematic universe. Like... Any other actors? That's that's all it's going to be. It's just Vanessa Hudgens. It's going to be Carla's never seen Doctor Who. It's going to be that episode when the Master turned everybody in the world into him. Yeah. <laughs> She's seen some yeah. Doctor Who, just not enough. I've seen like okay one season i haven't seen any i'm you know yeah i'm the same how dare so meg what are some of your honorable mentions um the christmas chronicles 
with Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn on Netflix. They're just fun, good family movies. And like, I get choked up when I watch them. Uh, these kids lose their dad and they, it's their first Christmas without him and kind of dealing with that. And, and one of the kids is, is like 15, one's younger and it's just, it's great. There are two of them. You should absolutely watch them. They're not just for kids or anything. They're one of those you know, family movies where everyone can find something to see in them, but they make me cry. Um, the Christmas Prince movies, and I don't care. <laughs> they're not good. Again, they're not good, but there's, I think there's four of them now. She had a baby or something. Like, she met him, and then they were getting married the next Christmas, and then she was going to have a baby, and now I think there's another one where they're grandparents. I don't know. I haven't seen a... There, Isn't there like, like a, said, a Christmas Prince and a Christmas Wedding... And a then Christmas, a, a royal Christmas wedding, baby. and then a yeah. royal baby, a royal and I'm baby, and I'm pretty yes. sure there's another one. I don't know. I could be wrong. A Christmas escrow. <laughs> yeah. A Christmas tax lien. <laughs> Christmas tax lien. A Christmas peasant revolt. We have to leave the castle. <laughs> oh man. Oh, holiday. But holiday. That's. That's basically a fan fiction come to life. Like, there's the people like, oh, we're going to be friends with each other during the holidays so we don't have to go by ourselves. And, of course, they fall in love. Yep. As you do. Like, all my favorite Christmas Christmas movies for the honorable mentions pretty much are, like, either Make Me Cry or Romance. And then there's The Christmas Carol with Patrick Stewart because I love Sir Patrick Stewart. And that's kind of, that feels a bit bar- darker than, like, let's say a Muppet <laughs> Christmas Carol. Which is fantastic. Which is amazing. Absolutely amazing. Yes. <laughs> it, the way that they chose to play that movie is absolutely incredible. Yeah, it's so good. And the, and the Disney one is so Did good. Did you see what, what's the name of that? I forget his name. What's his name? Michael Caine. Who does, who's Scrooge? Michael Caine. Michael Who? Caine. Mike, okay, yeah, yeah. I saw somewhere that he, when he was offered the role, he said that he wouldn't do it unless he was allowed to treat all the Muppets as like Oscar-winning actor. Yeah, like, like he was like, I will only do this if I treat it as like a stage play, and these are real actors. Yes, <laughs> it came off beautifully. Oh, it's so it's so good. And yes, my holiday homies is uh, Dean Cast fanfic. Oh, Trisha. Yes, shout out to Trisha, best friend <laughs> Rainbow Steel on Twitter. Um, and Holiday Homies is an amazing fic. And it's very much like Holiday. The Family Stone is something that you're supposed to like, but I think I just... I love it, but I hate everybody in it. Really? See, I like people. I kind of... I feel like I hate Sarah Jessica Parker the least amount. <laughs> I remember Carl and I were going to do that, but then I got it confused. She just killed Big, so... I got it. On a Peloton? I got it we were supposed to do... <laughs> We were Home, for to do Home for the holidays. Home for the holidays was the one with Tony yes. Jr. And I that's on my list. She said, "I actually said Family oh. Stone," and I was like, "This is not the movie." Yeah, I read the synopsis, and I was like, "Meg, this isn't. This doesn't look like this is kind of movie that we were going to talk about." Yes. <laughs> oh, also, I'm sorry. The Miracle on Thirty, the remake of the Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, only because I, I remember, it was a huge deal. When, like, I remember seeing it as a huge deal when, I know in the original one, little girl was like Swedish or something, and and Santa mm-hmm. spoke to her. Um, but in the remake, the little girl was deaf, and Santa started signing to her, 
and I was a sign language major and it just it it hit me in like the feels right there and and especially because it was like 1994 or something yeah. like that when that movie came out to have that little bit of inclusion and, and representation I thought was was really sweet yeah plus so. I love um Dylan McDermott in that movie Dylan McDermott is amazing Mara Wilson little yeah. Matilda little Matilda <laughs> yeah I like that I like that one a lot yeah yeah okay well I love the family stone I, and I actually personally hate Sarah Jessica Parker. I cannot stand Sarah Jessica Parker. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, but I'm okay with her in that. I, I, um, I will always, 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 always stand Rachel McAdams. I think she is the one of the most underrated actors we have around. She deserves a lot more respect. Um, she is amazing. And yes, Eurovision. But if you have not seen Game Night, please go watch Game Night. She is so fucking amazing oh! in that movie. Oh my gosh. She is so good. I love that it's, movie. Oh, oh my, that movie is so good. I wish more people would see that movie. It's so underrated. It's so funny. And she is so funny. Her and Jason Bateman are great together too. That's an airplane movie for me. Oh, really? Like when I'm taking a flight, it's always on the in-flight. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's Or like tag. Oh, oh, with Jeremy Renner and all those, yeah. Well, Jeremy Renner, uh, but but yeah. No, Jeremy Renner's, uh, but he's Jeremy like the main Renner. character. He's got cancer. He's got cancer, so you yeah. know. Hey, he has, They're doing it all for him. his own social media. <laughs> you can go listen to an episode where we talk about the rise and fall of Jeremy My heart. Did he ever rise? <laughs> well, in my, we're talking about my, my heart. I used to love. Oh, okay. I love okay. Jeremy Renner, so. Yeah, I got rise it. and fall. Oh, and I was going to mention Home for the Holidays. I think Home for the Holidays is such a sweet, sweet movie. I really like that movie a lot. Very different than The Family Stone. Yes, it is very different than The Family Stone. <laughs> <laughs> it's completely different. <laughs> yeah. And then I want to mention this movie. It, it Well, a couple of other movies, actually. But The Ref, which, yes, sadly... <laughs> Sadly, it has Kevin Spacey in it, but this is from 1994 with Dennis Leary. And during that time, I, I was like big into Dennis Leary. Like he had this comedy special that I used to watch all the time. And now I can't remember it. And then like some of his songs, like you're an asshole. And oh man, I loved that song. That song is like the best. And, uh, and the movie he did with Sandra Bullock. Oh my gosh. What is the name of that movie? where they go and they, they pretend they're that rich couple and they like break into that house and oh my gosh what is the name of that movie i'm gonna look it up right now that just made me think exit to eden but that's not them at all that's no. Rosie O'Donnell and exit to eden. Very easy to mistake them. <laughs> oh that movie i forgot all about that movie is beautiful girls considered a christmas movie uh, that could be considered considered yeah oh yeah i mean there's snow there's snow yeah, I, you know how many times I've watched that. I I can't even tell you how many times I've. Seen I that love movie. that movie and it's so you know creepy, what? but yes. I love it. Two if by C. What Netflix? Two if by C. It's the movie with uh, Dennis Leary and Meg Ryan. I mean Meg Ryan, uh, Sandra Bullock. <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah. Why is it a Revolutionary War reference? Why is two? Why is the title a Revolutionary War reference? Now I'm I'm interested. <laughs> oh, um, because it's, it's a Revolutionary War film. <laughs> Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it sounded like it. They pretend to be rich he people. Plays and Paul Revere. No, that's. <laughs> I don't know why. He got honestly. tired on his ride, and he met up. With Paul Sandra Revere Bullock. didn't hang the lantern in the church, no, Meg. His girlfriend Sandra Bullock did. Looking up Christmas movies just to see if there were any in my head that I'd been 
that I forgot. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang was mentioned yes. as a Christmas movie. And I hadn't thought of that, but that's a great movie with Robert Downey Jr. and Val Kilmer. Really, really good movie. Really well written just and really funny. And they, they work really well together. And if you haven't seen it, go watch the documentary Val on Amazon Prime, please, because that's an amazing documentary. Please go watch that. I was obsessed with Kiss Kiss Bang Bang for a little while. Yeah, it's, that's a good one. That's a good so one. Good. Oh, you know what I forgot? Chronicles of Narnia, Lion Witch in the Wardrobe. I watch that movie around this time of year. Is that a Christmas movie? There's no. Yes. Lauren. The White Witch makes it so it's always winter, but never Christmas. Santa Claus can't come because she's keeping him away. <laughs> they make a Nutcracker movie recently that was pretty good. Yeah. <sighs> right before the pandemic, there was a Nutcracker that movie. That was good. Disney, I liked probably. it. I can't remember. Was Keira Knightley in that one too? I feel like she's in all of she's in like all of them. It was a like a a, a child girl. We need a skinny white girl. Call Keira Knightley. <laughs> well, it was a younger girl. It wasn't Keira Knightley. Uh, okay, well, we're gonna go ahead and close out. And then when I get to you, Lauren, since you weren't here in the beginning, if you have anything in pop culture you want to recommend, to feel free to do that. So that you're into right now, since you weren't here for the beginning part. So Carla. Where can they find you and your podcast? Meg and I have a podcast that we co-host called Bedwetter Behead. You can find Bedwetter Behead wherever you get your finest podcasts. Not the trashy ones, the best ones. (laughs) You can find our Twitter at Bedwetter Behead. (laughs) Also the trashy ones, fair, 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 fair. Um, At Bedwetter Behead Pod is where you can find our Twitter you can find us on Instagram at. Bed. What's it about? It's about betting, wedding, or beheading, Lauren. I thought it was pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> like, damn. No, I don't know. Who are you? What? Who? Like celebrities? Who are you killing? No, no, not <laughs> celebrities. Gross. There's only three characters from the finest film and TV stuff, and sometimes books. <laughs> Book series. <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> But only we only deal with books that have been adapted into film or TV because we can't be bothered with actual reading. Catch me on the Jane Austen episode. I'm Jane Austen ready. is also very Christmassy. Just throw that out there. Right. And then you can also just look us up another social media that we won't mention, uh, Bedwetter Behead Podcast. And you can look at my pretty photographs on my Instagram or my Twitter at Caratemis. That's C-A-R-L-A-T-E-M-I-S. Awesome. And they are going to be doing a Christian Bale episode eventually and a George Clooney episode eventually that I will be on. So I know they are going to do those ones for me. Yes. Yes. Not yes. just for you. We also love Christian Bale and George I don't, Clooney. I'm just saying <laughs> I'm going to be on them. So I'm You'll saying it's them. for me. <laughs> <laughs> Give me this, They're, okay? Just let me we're definitely this. giving you this. We'll be on Mark Paul Gosselaar too. <laughs> Not Zach Morris. He is trash. Bingo. I don't like Zach Morris. Bingo. Bingo. I mostly just want to look at that naked picture of him from Pitch. Oh, that picture that you. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I was like, holy. So fucking hot. Like Zach Morris got ripped, got a beard, became a better man. Chopped some wood. (laughs) Sorry. Lauren, tell everybody where they can find you and your podcast. And then if you have anything you want to recommend in pop culture, that's not the the Christmas thing. Go ahead and do that. Watch Hawkeye. Not for Jeremy Renner, for the hot woman (laughs) who are taking over for Jeremy Renner. It's happening. It's happening. Um, Haley Steinfeld is going to be the new Hawkeye. So excited. Kate Bishop uh, 
is has been my favorite character in Marvel, not the MCU in Marvel for the longest time. Very excited that uh, Haley is is doing her justice. Yelena Belova, uh, Florence Pugh, who ha- quickly became one of my favorite actresses. She's been fantastic. So very excited about that. Kat Newton's going to be Cassie Lang. We're going to have an all-female Avengers team. Get out of here. Yeah, very excited. Um, yeah, you should. Very excited. Nancy Drew on The CW is a great show. <laughs> Don't even... Rachel and I love Nancy Drew. Like, uh, we read the books. We played the PC games. And this show is actually doing a pretty fantastic job. Our thing is character character true to character um and the show does very well even though it has for some reason decided ghosts are real which was never nancy's thing but it's going for it um (laughs) uh and then always sunny just started season 14 so i've been watching always sunny and um i'm happy that it exists because it makes me laugh out loud so you can find our podcast at sort of brilliant is what it's called uh we're on twitter and instagram at sob underscore pod we um yell <laughs> about characters what do you do about those we characters sort- lauren we do what do we do about the characters only characters only characters fictional people only we sort them into hogwarts houses uh just the disclaimer that uh jk rowling is a very bad person with bad views that we do not subscribe to um absolutely against those but she did create this uh, way of categorizing people that she used incorrectly. So Rachel and I are, are using it correctly um, <laughs> and doing that with characters. Uh, um, we just did our uh, No Way Home episode, Peter and the MCU. So that'll come out on Tuesday. Very excited. We mentioned that we were going to be on this show in that episode, but we got our times mixed up. So it sounds like we time traveled when we say we're going to be on the show. But But now that you're here, listen to that on Tuesday. Anyway. Well, well, this podcast episode will drop Friday, so... Oh, see, I was right. Rachel yelled at me. She was like, it's happening Sunday. And I was like, what this comes out But whatever. You'll hear hear it in the episode, us arguing as we do. So... (laughs) And then... And and Rachel and Lauren are going to be returning next year, so we will have Rachel on to talk about It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, which I am actually in the process of re-watching right now. So, because I actually had never finished it. I stopped watching it in one season okay really really into it and then i kind of stopped and so i'm back to it but like are you finding the episodes that hulu and netflix didn't put up oh i didn't know they didn't put up certain yeah because they because you know always sunny is a show intentionally about bad people so they took out episodes where they did um they did blackface for lethal weapon Mm -hmm. so but um they just actually in this new season just did an episode where like they're like 2020 changed us and they are so woke that they make another lethal weapon where they end up putting like um it's only black people in it and then they make a white savior documentary out of it not them the black people so it's really it's pretty good but yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. I still think uh, the Nightman Cometh is one of the best episodes of television. Ever. Yes. So, Meg, where they, where can they just find you then? Since Carla well, since Carla one. didn't tell us what anyone what our podcast is, we take fictional characters from TV shows and movies and books, and we play. Well, Carla said Kill. that. No, she didn't. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> She said we could be fine where non-trashy podcasts are, but we can also be fine where trashy podcasts are. Um, and you can find me 
pretty much on Twitter, and that's about it. At Wisconsin Act. W-I-S-C-O-N-S-E-N-N-A-C-H. And I didn't even have to write it down before I read it out to you guys. Whoa. It only took eight years. I'm so That's proud. what we call character development. <laughs> <laughs> or something. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love you. Love you. Ch- love crossing you. off the Christian Bale episode. <laughs> That's fine. I can erase you from. A, I can cross off the nine one one episode. You wouldn't dare. I actually wouldn't. Okay. Well, this is Aaron. You can, and I have some announcements after I say where I can be found. You can find me on Twitter at e April Beauty. The E and A and the B are capitalized. Be sure to like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash It's a Fandom Thing Pod. On Twitter at Fandom Thing Pod. No, it's in that one. On Instagram at It's a Fandom Thing Pod. On TikTok at It's a Fandom Thing Pod. If you have any feedback, if you would like to be a potential interview guest on the show, any of the actors we mentioned except for Jeremy Renner, feel free to reach out to us at It's a Fandom Thing Pod at gmail.com. What if he pays you in Jeremy Redbox? <laughs> then you can use his app for free. He would have to be willing to come on here and have me say, explain yourself. <laughs> okay. All right. Yes. Aaron's Hyde Podcast, explain yourself. Where she goes, explain yourself. Yeah, you have to come on and do that. And you have to be dressed in all the free Amazon store merch that he sent to you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hair is everything. That's from Fleabag, but it is true, Mal. Hair is everything. I need to watch Fleabag. On our next live stream, for people watching this live stream right now, of course, it'll also be after this one too. Remember, every Thursday, we do a live stream discussing the new season of Dexter, New Blood. So we, of course, start the live tweets at 7 o'clock Mountain Standard Time. That's 6 Pacific, 8 Central, 9 Eastern. And then at 8.15 Mountain Standard Time, head on over to this YouTube page to watch me and Carla and Jen from my streaming bubble, my podcast brain twin, as we talk about Dexter's horrible, awful, bad hair and... And everything else about it and how Aaron has Aaron has changed her whole viewpoint on Harrison, as you may have seen on the last episode, that was by far the best episode of the season so far. So head on over there. And we did get some feedback from one of our one of our frequent listeners who tweets at us every time they watch a new show. And I do want to give them a shout out because, you know, they found us actually through uh, Liberty Diner Dish, which so shout out again. I know Michelle was watching earlier. I don't know if she's still watching. But they found us through there and tweeted out, and their handle is at Italian um, Buju. And so it's Gazelle. I don't know what your real first name is, what her first name is. But she tweeted out, <laughs> listening to the Dexter episode now, still have about an hour left, but had to stop to ask you, you want Dexter to die? What did he ever do to you? <laughs> <laughs> and they are going to be so pissed if Dexter gets murdered. So it's funny because most people I know want Dexter to die. So I'm giving you a shout out, not as an insult at all, because I thought it was awesome. I was just, I think it's awesome that you always are like watching the episodes and then you tweet out comments to us. So I really appreciate that. So a shout out to you. And I just wanted to say that. So I know it breaks your heart that probably that all of us want him to die, (laughs) but we'll see if that happens. So, yes. So continue to tune in for those. And in two weeks, 
tune in. I'm not sure on the day yet as we start our Christian fucking bail month. I am so flipping excited. Our unofficial mascot. If you haven't yet, go purchase our It's a Christian Effing Bail merch on Redbubble. Do it before January so you can sport your Christian Effing Bail stuff while you listen to our episodes or when you watch our The Dark Knight trilogy is what we're going to kick off with. So we are going to be doing that as a live stream. Sasha is going to be on there in costume. I don't know what costume she's going to be wearing, but she is going to be mm -hmm. on there. So it's going to be Sasha, Susie, and Carla. And it's going to be so much fun. And I'm sure Christian effing Bale himself will make an appearance on many of these episodes. Is that Listen, correct? I have no idea how excited he is about this. He <laughs> has been after me forever. Because, you know, he sleeps on my couch, right? <laughs> he lives in my house and he sleeps on my couch. And all he does is bug me about, remind me again, when is my month starting? And I'm like, it's freaking January. It's the entire month. Oh, I just like to hear it over and over again. And I'm like, look, Christian, okay? Like, it's bad enough you're just like sitting here rent-free. You eat all the marshmallows in the house and you don't contribute eat to anything. all the marshmallows? Who's all the marshmallows? Like, I have to buy extra marshmallows for Christian and Bale. And... <laughs> And all he does is talk about himself and your podcast, which I don't mind the talking about the podcast. I mind him talking about himself all the time. And oh, I'm so excited for the podcast. It's going to be all about me. And I'm like, okay, you think everything's about your little Christian. Okay. Don't think I did not notice, though. however, that Aaron did not put his seminal classic, his the pinnacle <laughs> of his acting career, Public Enemies, on the Christian fucking bail. <laughs> Well, we can, we can put it on our Christian <laughs> Effing Bale episode. Yeah, just... <laughs> Who wants to play with Jagger Hoover? Yes, I know I didn't put... I, I knew I was going to give crap, dare you. crap about that. But, you know, hey, there are lots of things you don't do for me. So... <laughs> the the one was, thing. There's the one thing. The lots movie. of things. Lots, lots of things. Lots of things. <laughs> You don't do it for me. I um, would do anything for Aaron, but we won't uh -uh. do that. Yes, I know. For that. I know. For that. For that. For that. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was, that was too easy. Um. Anyway. <laughs> um. But if you want to pick up some of our merch, we do have a lot of. It's a blank merch we have it's a destiel thing which we have destiel is what's in that <laughs> destiel is in green and then the micro or it's a destiel thing is in green and then the microphone's in blue and then we also have it's a fanfic thing coming soon it's a findom thing i love Yay. you too now thank you um so that's coming soon we're trying to work on something with Lord of the Rings that, you know, Warner Brothers doesn't claim copyright to. And we're trying to work on a couple of other things. Like, there, there will definitely be It's a Horror thing. And we're trying to work on something with It's a Eurovision, with Eurovision and some other things in there as well. So there'll be a bunch of merch coming soon. We have, we'll have a new logo coming soon. But if you want to pick up what we have now, and if you also want to, as a Christmas present, support us through um, our Patreon or buy us a coffee, or, you know, buy us an eggnog for the season. Buy me a margarita. Buy me some handcuffs. You can go here. <laughs> to <our link> wow. <laughs> that went really fun. branched out. Really? 
buy me a coffee, some handcuffs. <laughs> I need uh, new cat and nines. Yes, a new cat and nine tails, you know. Give me a you swing. Know. I found a good rafter. <laughs> She's running out with all these men cuffed. It's true, Mal. I, I have all these men cuffed back here that you can't see. I'll be with you shortly. So Get the portal. I don't really, I don't really, by the way, I feel like I always have to say that because I don't really. And if I did, it's all consensual. So there. Okay. And then on the second, which we haven't determined a time yet, we're going to do an end of the year like thing. That's just going to be a live stream. It's just going to be like talking about some of our favorite moments from the podcast. So that'll be fun because next week, our podcast episodes are going to be the, our best stuff. So it's going to be a two-parter. So it's going to be our favorite things that we discovered, found, watched, listened to, read from from this past year. So be prepared, people. You're just going like, to deal. make like the hyenas in Lion King. <laughs> be prepared. And then, yeah. So I think that's that's it. Anyway, so we're going to go ahead and close out. So good night, everybody. So until next time, remember it's a fandom thing. Black Lives Matter and Stop Asian Hate.